So today we're going to continue with the heart practices. And it was a heart practice, one of the Brahma Viharas that I actually chose. You know, I raised my hand and I said, I'll do it. And this one is mudita. It's the third of the Brahma Viharas. It's appreciative joy or um, also spoken to as sympathetic joy or empathetic joy. And I'll tell you in a moment why I chose it. Um, But that's going to be our practice for this afternoon. Um, Joy is really the song of the gladdening of the heart. And what I realized is that we have had a multiplicity of dharma this week. And at this point, at this juncture, we need a little joy. Can I get an amen? (laughs) Oh, it's Buddhist. I'm sorry. (laughs) Wrong place. (laughs) Right place. (laughs) But we really are looking again at how do we crack open our hearts and not have them constricted in many, many ways. So this particular Brahma Vihara is actually one of the hardest ones to practice. I mean, I have not seen anywhere, and I could go through a lot of um, uh, meditation institutions. I've seen week-long metas, right? I've seen, why don't you practice equanimity? How about karuna, compassion? Not seen one of these specialty retreats that says, come for a week (laughs) and let's practice mudita. And I'll tell you why I chose this particular Brahma Viharas, because a few years ago, I realized that I needed it. I had been feeling, you know, inauthentic. You know, I had been um, being with my friends or my coworkers, and I was realizing that there was some gap. There was some void between us. And part of it was, let's say somebody came in and said, this is, I'm just making make-believe, right? Um, oh, I just got that raise. Oh, really? That's good. And then I heard a little voice going, yeah, yeah, it should have been me. And I realized that there started to be something that wasn't sitting well with me, that I wasn't really coming to my fullness. And I realized that there was these, the gaps happened to be, I wasn't able to really share in their joy and their happiness. And because I knew that this Brahma Vihara was so powerful, I decided to take it on for six months. And again, it is spoken. I've I've heard it. I've read it. Mudita is one of the hardest Brahma Viharas to actually practice. And so I took it on rather fervently. And I kept hearing myself walking into these situations where somebody would say, oh, I just got asked to teach with, let's say, Um, the Dalai Lama. (laughs) And I said, oh, that's really good, with this big smile on my face, right? 
And I realized that my heart was sinking, that I wasn't really joyous for their joy. So I started really witnessing when that happened and started to begin to consciously make the turn to say, oh, there it is again. It's all about that real nuanced inquiry. Oh, there it is again, Noli. You're not really coming true. And um, one of the, the, the phrases that I live by today is something that Maya Angelou said. When you know better, you do better. So I decided that I was going to start knowing better how to do it. So I'm going to talk a little bit about appreciative joy, sympathetic joy, as it's called, but also joy itself. Joy that, that rests inside of us and joy how we actually have interactions with others. The Buddha, you know, wouldn't have put Mudita in as the third Brahma Bihara if it didn't mean something, you know. Because what I know is he took, what he did is he took equanimity, you know, the, the sense of balance and so forth. He put that at the end of the Brahma Viharas. But he also purposely put it at the end of the Ten Paramis. And he also put it at the end of the Seven Factors of Awakening. So it's kind of the, the ground, the balance. Closing the parentheses, basically. So Mudita being the third Brahma Vihara was quite purposely done. So Carolyn Jones, who is a, um, a Dharma teacher from England, has put it this way. Metta or kindness, is the love that connects. It's the antidote for all forms of aversion. It is not attachment. But if it slides into sentimentality, then karuna, or compassion, brings the heart back into balance. Karuna is the love that responds. It's the antidote to cruelty. It is not pity. If it slides into sorrow, then mudita, or appreciative joy, brings the heart back into balance. Mudita, the love that celebrates, is an antidote to envy. It is not competitive. If it slides into agitated excitement, then upeka, or equanimity, brings the heart back into balance. Upeka, the love that allows, is the antidote for impartiality. It is not indifference. If it slides into disconnection, then metta brings the heart back into balance. So this purposeful way in which the Buddha in, instructed us with these Brahma-viharas, the boundless, they call them the immeasurables, was so beautifully done so that each one has this, this connection to the other. Individually, they stand perfectly on their own. But the interconnectedness, that interbeing, that inter-R, is so essential to the path to awakening. So one thing I know, I, I know that the Buddha said yes to love. And he said yes to joy. Yes to loving all beings equally without discrimination to be compassionate to all, to rejoice at the happiness and success of others, 
and to be even-minded, steady, or equanimous in facing the vicissitudes of life? He said, yes. And when I took on the practice for six months of mudita, I said, yes. I said, yes to love. I said, yes to looking. I said, yes to turning again, you know, my, my mirror. It kind of turns this way to myself. And I said yes to joy. I said yes to joy for you and for me. So can you imagine, like John Lennon's song says, can you imagine a world that said yes? Where there was no hatred and no wars. Can you imagine a world that didn't have greed or despair? And instead, it's replaced with being free to love, to be calm, to be happy, and collected. It's not just for dreamers, as he said. It's possible. So I want to take you on just a little bit of a heart journey. So I'm going to ask you just to find a place to settle in. These last couple of days in our groups, I've heard many of you say, I've had this comparing mind. I've been sitting with judgment, my judging mind. But the practice of modita, this beautiful quality of the heart, can actually transcend a comparing mind, and it it feels much more connected. And it allows you to begin to look at when envy arises, when you are not authentically happy for someone else's joy, you're able to transform that into something so pure and so beautiful that it gladdens your heart. Joy is eventually something that we make room for. We make space for it in our hearts. We expand our hearts enough to be able to find happiness and let it rest there. With any of the heart practices, modita has a certain type of intimacy of caring for yourself and others. It's in that intimacy that allows you to honor the joy and happiness in others, and see ways that you can deepen the appreciation and the belonging. It just happens to be another one of those Dharma gates, one of those 84,000 Dharma doors that we can enter into, rest comfortably in. But again, It's also practice. And the underlying truths to the practice of modita is really locking into what's obscuring your happiness. What's obscuring 
you finding joy in other people's happiness. So when I took on this six-month practice of mudita, I asked myself two questions. What brings me joy? And that was deeper than I thought it was going to be. And the next question was, can I be happy for your joy? So oftentimes we feel that green envy come up, that jealousy come up, the sense that maybe we're not worthy and so maybe we're actually looking at the other person saying, you're not worthy either. To begin to make the U-turn, as Tara says, you turning back into looking at your own heart, what brings me joy? Can I be happy for your joy and happiness? So to begin our mudita practice this afternoon, I invite you to call into mind a person that you absolutely admire. You've seen them succeed. You've seen them thrive on their own passion. Bring that person, visualize them. Maybe it's a beloved person. Maybe it's even a a pet that you want to just bring to mind. Somebody that you absolutely honor. And again, much like the Brahma Viharas, the repetition of the phrases is what actually allows it to sink in. And the phrases I'm going to give you don't have to be yours. You can create your own. So, you know, it's not wise to get stuck on the words, but it's really the sentiment. It's how you're holding it in your heart. So we begin with this visualization of this person that you've called up. I'm happy that you're happy. May your happiness continue. May your happiness increase. May all your good fortune shine. That's a lot if you're not really feeling the joy inside your own heart. But when you're extending it out, can you actually permeate the rays of love and joy. I'm happy that you're happy. May your happiness continue. May your happiness increase. May all your good fortune shine. So I invite you to have your own words for this person that you've come up with, that you want to extend your 
authentic and honest good wishes towards. Feeling into their joy. I'm happy that you're happy. May all your happiness continue. May your happiness and joy increase. May all your good fortune shine. So let's stay with that person just for a bit, continuing to send those wishes to them. I'm happy that you're happy. May all your joy and happiness continue. May your happiness increase. May all your good fortune shine. Times it takes courage to get to that place, to be able to look at what the obstacles have been in your being able to actually say those words. Be authentic with yourself. James Barras, who wrote Awakening Joy, says, Gladness and delight do not merely balance out negative tendencies they actually heal the adversive mind. Letting go of the obstacles that have impeded your joy and your feeling of joy for others. Still being with that one person. I'm happy that you're happy. May all your joy and happiness continue. May your happiness increase. May your good fortune shine. Allowing these words to be like a loving whisper in your heart. Pausing as you say the phrases so they can actually resonate within you with truth.
breathing in that joy, breathing out any resistance. I am happy and joyous for your happy and joy. Happiness and joy. May all your happiness continue. May your happiness increase, pressed down and bountiful. May all your good fortune shine. This practice is not meant to make you feel guilty or ashamed because you didn't do. Instead, the awareness is the first step to changing the mind and its habituations. Just being aware, bringing your mindful awareness, loving mindful awareness, open, spacious awareness to your true self. So as we move to another person, maybe it's someone here in the hall, neutral person, you haven't, don't really know their name. And if you take just one second and maybe open your eyes and look around the room and see if there's someone in our sangha here that you'd like to share these gifts with and blessings. So many sangha people, so much so many family members. So once you have them locked into sight, I am happy that you're happy. May your joy and happiness continue. May your happiness increase. May your good fortune shine. You might have been looking at this person from the side, from the back, never spoke, saw them walk, felt them breathe. I'm happy that you're happy. May your happiness continue. May your joy and happiness increase. Press down and bounce. May all your good fortune shine. Again, pausing, taking a few moments, and then sitting with these phrases for yourself.
breathing in that joy, happiness. Exhaling, breathing it out, extending it. I'm happy that you're happy. May your happiness continue. May your joy and happiness increase. May your good fortune shine. So taking a moment to now bring up somebody that maybe you have been a bit jealous of. Maybe they got the promotion that should have you thought should have been yours. Or maybe they picked up the last Snickers bar in the drugstore line. Or maybe you've been harboring something in your heart towards a person for many, many reasons, maybe over a long period of time. Not trying to make it the most difficult person. seeing whether or not you can actually look at the obstacles, what has been allowing you to have a separation between acknowledging and appreciating their happiness and their joy. Calling that person up to mind. Maybe remembering a particular incident, thinking to yourself the longing for the taste of that Snickers bar. And going back to the phrases, I'm happy that you're happy. May your joy and happiness continue. May your happiness increase. 
may all your good fortune shine. If you find that there's still some constriction, some difficulty in opening your heart, you can go back to that beloved person that you called a good first. First, You don't have to stress. At some point, you may go back to this difficult person. But if you can keep them in the forefront of your mind, sending these phrases to them, I am happy that you're happy. May your happiness and joy continue. May your happiness increase. May your good fortune shine. Breathing in that joy and happiness exhaling, sending it out, opening your heart, gladdening your heart in joy. So now I invite you to review your own blessings of your life. 
checking into that place that you can say, I'm grateful for this moment, for this life, for this retreat. What have been the blessings of your life? And can you bring that joy and happiness and have it rest in this open, spacious heart of yours? I am happy. May my happiness continue. May my joy and happiness increase. May all my good fortune shine. At certain times of your life, you may not think that that is what is happening for you. And yet and still, you have an opportunity to breathe in that joy and happiness into your heart. I'm happy that I'm happy. May my happiness continue. May my happiness increase. May all my good fortune shine. True happiness and joy are more than a pleasant, fleeting feeling. It is part and parcel of awareness itself, woven into the very fabric of being alive. Those internal blessings. being able to walk on the earth, to rise in the morning, I'm happy, I'm happy. May my happiness continue. May my happiness increase. May my good fortune shine. Breathing in that joy and happiness into your heart. Exhaling, extending, opening, spacious awareness.
again, looking at your blessings in your life. All the blessings. So this is just one of the pathways to awakening. It's one of the Dharma doors that we can open and rest in. This practice takes dedication and love. But it also takes being real and authentic with yourself. That you can meet your friend, your neighbor, your beloved, whomever it may be, yourself, with true, authentic joy and appreciative love. And just remember, there may be 10,000 sorrows, but there's also 10,000 joys. It's possible. Just imagine. The Dalai Lama said, there are so many people in the world, it simply makes sense to make their happiness a source of our own. Then our chances are of experiencing joy are increased six billion to one. Those are good odds. So family, take this joy in your heart. Take it with you as you do your walking practice this afternoon. Take it with you when you go into slumber tonight. 